Welcome back to Goodness and Gracious. <laughs> I'm Renee. I'm Chrissy. And not as hillbilly as Renee is. Welcome back. I don't think I said it like that. Okay. I'll wait till it comes out. Then <laughs> yeah, I'll just You were right. I did. Okay, like we'll that. see. It wasn't as hillbilly-ish as what it could have been. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> well, it's February. Yep. It's no, let me let me rephrase that. It's February. <laughs> Uh, whoever I saw something on Facebook it said who was it the same person that put the nest wed nest day the oh. n in there wed when wed nest day, day. yeah mm-hmm. the same is it the same guy that put the r probably after the b yeah you don't yeah. know better Feb- mm-hmm. <laughs> so we know what that means what do we always talk about when it comes around to february doesn't Dude. matter <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> So we are going to break this up into two sections. Um, first, we want to talk about love in general, and then hopefully we'll, we will be able to move into love and marriage or even love and relationships. I feel like we've done this before, but Go for uh, I know that we have. But um, So the word love, um, I, it's sad to say, but it's overused, it's misused, and it's abused. I don't think there's any other way to say it. We hear people say, I love you all the time. We say it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say, I don't think that that word means what you think it means. And when I say you, I mean us too. I, I us, said, me? Us. Yeah, all of us. <laughs> all of us. You're a, whosoever. What does that mean, Renee? Ooh, <laughs> I'm a who. You're a who. You're a whosoever. <laughs> I guess I always thought I loved, but to be honest, I'm not sure I have the kind of love maybe that we're going to talk about. Oh, oh man. We'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many times we say, I love you. Yeah. But the big question is, do we really love or is it just words that we say? Right. I think sometimes I think it's a habit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I love how the Bible in First Corinthians. I love uh, you. <laughs> uh, I love how. I like how. I have to say it. I love. I do love it. Um, How the Bible in 1 Corinthians 13 lays out, if you have this, but not this, you're not doing it right. Okay. Um, I thought this would be a good place to start and just really lay the foundation for what love is. Um, The KJV uses the word charity in place of the word love in this portion of scripture. Mm -hmm. Um, If you Google charity one of the definitions is love of humankind now it doesn't say love of a select group of humans that meet your criteria or that you find easy to love it says love of humankind that is all pretty simple i think that it's simple and as simple as it sounds that is what god is talking about so Let's dive right in. All right. All right. (laughs) That's you. Oh, I didn't know you want me to read. (laughs) Okay. I guess I'll read the verses. (laughs) First Corinthians 13, one through three. Though I speak with the tongues of men and angels and have not charity, I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, And though I have all faith so that 
I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. So let's look at verse one. Uh, This verse says that you could speak eloquently in many languages, and you may even know the language of the angels, which I'm sure is pretty profound. But if you do not have charity or love, you are like a brass instrument that sounds gaudy and a symbol that can't carry a tune in a bucket. Now, that would be me. But that's what you're no like. No comment. <laughs> I know. I know. And we got choir practice today. Yes, we will. <laughs> and verse two says that if you have the gift to prophesy and understand all the mysteries that could ever be known and have faith that will move a mountain anywhere you want it to be moved. I thought of that song. I was thinking about this. Not, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Good stuff. Um, it's time to move. You know, if you have that kind of faith that you can move the mountain anywhere you wanted it moved, but you don't have charity or love, you are nothing. And verse three says that you can give all your goods to feed the poor and become a martyr. But if we do those things without charity or love, it profits you nothing. Is this convicting to anyone besides me? Yeah, well, I I'm, believe a lot of us say we yeah. love, but deep down, do we? Yeah. Um, this is a huge question we really need to ask ourselves. And to be honest, it makes me ashamed of myself Same. because I don't feel like I've done this. Um, I feel like I've done the lip service to the word love, but I don't know. I think that we've, I think that we all do that. And as I was uh, writing for this podcast, the conviction was just all over me. And I'm like, I, I started. I don't want to do this anymore. I know. I was like, can we do it? Can we be done? We're going to change February. You know, like, February is now about hate. We're going to talk about hate. Hey, I um, can do that one. <laughs> no, I'm joking. A lot of things that just Shame on so me. easily. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry, Lord. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, we. We do give lip service to um, what love is. Um, Remember, charity means a love for humankind, not a love like the world loves. This is a true, real love that can only come from God. Mm -hmm. You cannot even do this kind of love separate from God. It's not even, we're not even capable of doing Mm -hmm. that. So if you do all these things, great things, but you don't have a love for humankind, you are nothing. And I think that even Christians write this off as being, um, as not being very important. Okay. So we read this and we're like, oh yeah, yeah, we're supposed to love. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah, Sure. I love. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. (laughs) But I don't think we take it serious, Mm -mm. but God says, do not fool yourself. You can do a whole lot of things that look really nice on paper But if you do them without charity, you are nothing and it profits you nothing. So is it best to just not say I love you? I mean, if someone hugs you and they say, I love you, Mm -hmm. are you, do you really need to say it back if if you're not really meaning it? Does that make sense? Right. So what I think (laughs) is, yes. So I think once you're made known what's going on, it's time to move up. 
And I think that that's, I think for me, that's where I'm at. So rather than me not saying I love you, which I, I love, I think I love the person that's hugging me and telling me that they love Just me. maybe not in the way it's supposed to be. But maybe not in the way it's supposed to be. So then or it's a time, deep love, maybe. Right. So instead of not saying it, I'm examining if I'm doing it correctly. So you're not really lying when you say it back to them. No. I mean, I've actually had people, I'll say I love it, and they've never said it back. Yeah. No, that's that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, that's Listen, that's between you and no, Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I don't think it's, I think now that we know, like, you can't hear this and then now not examine yourself to see if you are where God wants you to be. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're going to talk about the path a little bit later on, but yeah, I I think it would be better off if some people didn't say, I love you back. (laughs) So wouldn't it be a shame to spend your life speaking eloquently, uh, watching mountains move because your faith? And then be martyred only to stand before him and have him say, you are nothing because you had not love. That's, that scares me. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, I mean, honestly, like, I think that you could have charity or love only um, come in contact with like a handful of people in your life. So you could have charity, have love, only come into a contact with a, a few people in your life that you have a great effect on. Stand before God and have him say, well done. And not even well done, but I think he may even say very well done. But I also think that the guy standing next to you could have preached to thousands, maybe millions. Maybe he even has drawn tens of thousands to Christ. Maybe he spoke eloquently, started 100 orphanages, had enough faith to go to mission fields that angels, angels themselves would fear to tread in. But he did all those things without love. And it is possible to do all those things without love. It is possible to do all those things. Mm -hmm. Isn't that scary to think about that you could do all those things? And when he stands before God, he says, you sound gaudy. You are nothing, and all these things have profited you nothing. Hmm. It gives, it makes me hyperventilate to think about that. (laughs) And that's one of the things I've been thinking about. (laughs) So we convince ourselves that we are good enough. Um, Surely I have proven that I have more faith than most. And just listen to me speak (laughs) beautifully (laughs) (laughs) of all the knowledge I have. But God says, that is not what I'm looking for. Right. I'm looking for you and saying charity, love of humankind. I'm looking for you. I'm looking at you and saying charity, love of humankind. All of it is the peace, the resist- resistance. Yeah, I, I, you know, I try to work on my... You speak my, beautifully. <laughs> I know. I tried to work on my French. It didn't work. Peace, the resistance. So Don't love, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it again. Well, maybe I am. <laughs> Peace. Josh would be so mad. He'd be like, you are butchering that. Um, okay, so then. that's the most important <clears throat> piece. Love. You can have all these other things. Love. That's the most important piece. <laughs> I was going to, I was going to attempt it again. I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do oh, it. Oh my goodness. Whew. That was rough. So what does it mean to love? 
You're going to tell us, right? Yep. <laughs> to really love with a true love that only comes from God, we're going to talk about what that looks like in just a minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I want to look at another verse. Uh, Philippians 2.4. Oh, you want me to read that? I okay, do. sure. Philippians 2.4. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Hmm. I know. <laughs> hmm. God is not saying that you shouldn't care for your own well-being. He's not saying that at all. But he is saying <clears throat> you should also be looking on the things of others. Those should be just as important as yourself. You should be concerned with others. Okay, so that's what he's saying. I really think that that's the crux of the whole thing. Um, but let's see what God says charity or love actually is. As we continue in chapter 13, verse 4, charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. So real love is patient. Mm. Toes <laughs> hurting a little bit. So not only is it patient, but it is also patient to the point of suffering. And it is that for a long time, if it needs to be. Long suffering. Long suffering. Fruit yes. of the spirit. Yep. We talked about that. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> does that sound like you? That's what I said to me. To me. I said, does that I'm sound like you? Asking you? Me. <laughs> so, that's, that's what I said to me. Me? Hey, does that sound like you? <laughs> I did. Alrighty I was then. like, she's had a little too much to eat out there or something was in her a little bit of coffee. A little or... bit of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> that butterscotch pie. And mm, that was good. It was very good. Um, But so does that sound like you? So I, I typed this out. Does that sound like you? But what I was really, I had to say to myself, does that sound like you, Chrissy? Are you doing that? Um, we are we are only in the first attribute of charity and already I would have to think that your toes, my toes, everyone else's toes that would be listening should be feel like they're I got my steel toe boots on <laughs> stepped on. Um, next, charity is kind all the time. I was like, what is that? Kind, kind all the time. <laughs> Charity envieth not. It does not look at anyone with any type of envy. And this has nothing to do with what others have, but it has everything to do with being satisfied completely in him. So it doesn't envy because, not because it doesn't, you know, like the car that someone else, is, you know, is driving. It's okay to like the car that someone else is driving, but I believe that true envy is when you long and, and you feel like that person has something more than what you have. Mm -hmm. And God wants us to be satisfied in him right. completely. Charity vaunteth not itself. To vaunt something means to boast about it. That word gets me. The vaunt. vaunt. The vaunt. It's to like, because like, you said to vaunt something, like you're wanting to vaunt. Like, you know, <laughs> Count Dracula yeah. would be saying that, to vaunt. I do not say blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> okay, we need to go. <laughs> well, I think I got us I all started, started with the pistachios. Yeah. I think I had a little too much sugar as yeah. a donut. I don't know. Yeah. 
Anyway, so we're just rearing to go. We're sorry, people. They just can't handle us. (laughs) (laughs) So to vaunt something is to boast about it excessively. Whether that is about yourself or something, true love does not do this. So does that mean like, you know, when you want to talk about something, you talk about yourself all the time? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And well, and and if you're doing that, you're not thinking on others. You're not, you're not thinking about. Mm. Yeah. Just some people come through mind when I (laughs) (laughs) think about it that way. Okay, go ahead. Move on. Moving right along. (laughs) Um, Okay. Is not puffed up. This goes with vaunting, I think. Um, (laughs) Now that you say that, I'm not going to be able to unhear it. This goes with vaunting. <laughs> I thought the same thing, but I composed myself now, until at this you just point, did that. At this point, Josh would be proud, I think. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to have to go back and watch this. I'm sure he won't, but I'll make him. Yeah. <clears throat> so just don't are, say it again, please. Okay, I won't. I'm not. Are you walking around with your shoulders reared back and your chest puffed out? Because you are so much farther along than everybody else. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I, we, listen, we are, this is where the rubber, rubber meets the the road. We have all done this. Yeah. 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 I'm not rearing my shoulders back on my speaking abilities today. I'm just not doing it. Knocking it out of the park. (laughs) Just saying. That's you. First five. (laughs) (laughs) Do not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. Mm. So love does not behave inappropriately. And this is the part, this is what I got from that, from this part, as this is the part that uh, God was really dealing with me on. And I guess I attribute this to not cheapening your God by behaving in a questionable manner at all times. It means that no one is concerned with misrepresenting God, it means that you are concerned with not misrepresenting God at all times. So to anyone, seeketh not her own. This goes back to the verse in Philippians we just read that tells us to think on the things of others. You know, going back to not misrepresenting God, I think that this is an area that we all struggle with because we want to fit in sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I meant, just to go a little bit farther, because I think I later on we'll talk a, a little bit more about that. But I don't know. If that is you, you know what I'm saying, you are misrepresenting God and what God stands for, what, what God is, by going along with something just to um, fit in. I, th- I believe that that's what that's talking about. So back to um, seek, seeketh not her own. This is what we talked about in Philippians. Um, making sure that you are understanding that others are just as important as you are. I think some people really lack in that. I think we all lack it at certain points. But there are some people that really, they forget that others are just as important as they are. Or others kids or grandkids are just as important as you're in, there's a you're getting deep i'm just gonna keep my mouth shut, shut no, i'm good 
I got a shovel. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not easily provoked. <laughs> you're provoking I'm me right sorry. now. <laughs> See, if you, listen, if you would just love like you're supposed to love, oh. I couldn't provoke you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you. So does it only take one word to get you jumping on the bandwagon of trash talking someone? You're not trash talking anyone. At least you didn't call me trash. (laughs) Yep. You're not trash and you're not trash talking. Or maybe you're not even trash talking someone. Maybe you're just having ill feelings towards someone at the drop of a hat. Mm. Thinketh. I'm moving on I don't, from I don't, that. I don't like this podcast I anymore. I, <laughs> I didn't know you was going to be putting all this stuff in I'm there. I'm sorry. I probably should have had you proofread. Yeah, before. you probably should have. <laughs> I would have just had somebody else fill in for Listen, me today. I am sitting there typing and I'm like, Lord, <sighs> I mm. I fail. Okay. We got, I, got, more, okay I want to say we. I, I, I got some moving up Listen, to do. I do. We. We. We could just end it right here. Nope. <laughs> nope. We're going to go a little bit farther. Okay. Thinketh no evil. So my Bible refers me back to Romans 12, 9 for a better understanding of this. Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Mm -hmm. So dissimulation means hypocrisy. So let your love be without hypocrisy. Let love, not the emotion that the world thinks is love, but true love be without hypocrisy. Excuse me. This goes back up to the beginning of chapter 13, where it talks about doing all these things for Christ and saying all these things for Christ, but not having the love that only God can give you for people. This is hypocrisy. You are saying one thing, but you are actually you actually are on the inside something opposite of that. Or maybe you aren't technically opposite. So I would say that we aren't opposite, but we have fell into a trap of thinking that we're doing and saying all the right things and that that equates love. God says, if this is you, you're nothing. Who is nothing? I am. <laughs> rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in truth. Verse so, six. <laughs> verse six. Verse six. Now, you did that a little bit back. But I, okay. I did, I but that's, that's, oh, thank you. <laughs> so iniquity. <laughs> we hear that word an awful lot, but what does it actually mean? Because we say it all the time. We hear it all the time. And I feel that visits to the dictionary are very beneficial. Mm-hmm. Even if you know the definition of a word, it is always good to revisit. I, yeah. I, I, I do that. Because then mm-hmm. you learn something new all the time. You're like, right. oh, that applies differently. <laughs> Sometimes when a definition is staring you in the face, it allows you to examine yourself. Mm. So iniquity, uh, this is what I found, immoral or grossly unfair behavior, gross injustice or wickedness, sin. So do you, and I really want you to get serious with yourself because it doesn't matter what I think you are, what Renee thinks you are what I think Renee is, what Renee thinks I am. It only matters what God knows of you Mm. to be true. Do you rejoice in the things that God calls immoral? And this goes back to what I was talking about before, just to fit in. Maybe you have a child that is living 
uh, their life contrary to what you know to be clear in the word of God and you are justifying them to yourself? Maybe it's not as clear as that. Maybe, just maybe you are rejoicing in something that someone is, is doing or has done that isn't quite clear in the Bible or you think it isn't. But you clearly know that it could possibly cause this person heartache or regret later. And let's be clear, anything that draws you away from God, and this includes anything that you deem acceptable because you want to do it or because someone you love is doing it, is contrary to God. And God does not rejoice in that, but rejoice in truth. God says, do not rejoice in that, but rejoice in truth. So what is truth? It's him. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's plain and simple. It's him. Let's look at verse seven. Verse seven. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. I think this verse gets people twisted up. Um, the things in this verse is not irreverent to God. But the things that you have learned of him and the examples that he has given you. Um, When it seems impossible to love enough to bear all that pertains to humankind, the things that he tells you to bear, do it anyway. And believe that he is all you need. I really think that saying get so overused and abused as well, but the fact is all you need is what he says okay so which goes back to it's him is all you need but it's his word his word is going to guide you in in everything and really be all that you need so believe what he says have the hope and faith that you will see what he sees and wants you to see if you endure so i wrote out the handy dandy dictionary again Endure means to hold out against, sustain without impairment, or yielding. Okay, so this is what I feel God has impressed upon me. This is telling us love, love like I love. Love how I tell you to love. And when it gets rough, when it gets to the point where the world is looking at you funny, when it gets to... When it seems that you, um, the way you are doing things is actually wrong, because I have felt that way. I don't know if you've ever been doing something that you know God wants you to do and you felt like you were doing it wrong, or it looks like you aren't really loving at all. When your kids, your family, your friends, your coworkers, everyone tells you that you're doing it wrong, bear, hope, believe, endure that he knows what he's talking about. Um, this is what he is asking of you. And really, he's commanding it of us to, to be this. So we talk about tough love. We talk about that with our kids. We have coined the phrase, but I think that God is the creator of it. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we, we're just kind of um, get, taking on the uh, benefits of coining the phrase, but he is really the creator of tough love. Um, I mentioned that I like to look up the definition of a lot of words a couple (laughs) times um, to get the full effect. Love in its original state 
only has one meaning, and that's Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we all remember the phrase WWJD. <laughs> Yeah, I had a shirt yeah. and, and, and bracelet, bracelet yep. yeah. good headband. <laughs> well, I didn't have that, but. <laughs> and many people have ruined the purity of that mm, phrase. Exactly. But this is one, really the original place that it applies. Okay, what would Jesus do? Learn of him. Then and only then can you begin to be all that he has called you to be because he, cause, because as he has said, you can do nothing. You can do, say, believe, and die. That's not what I meant. You can do, say, believe, and die. Scratch that. Start from the top. Yep. Okay. Learn of him. Learn of him. (laughs) Um, And if you never had charity, which is love, you are nothing. Nothing. Say it again. Say it over again. Say it. A shirt. I am nothing. I am nothing. Yep. And really, that is pretty much what Josh tells us. That really goes along with (laughs) what we've been. um, Well, I have been learning because it's in Sunday school. Yeah. Own Sunday school (laughs) class. And last but not least, we will stop with the first part of verse eight. Charity never faileth. Fail. What does it mean? Dictionary again. To fall short of success or achievement in something expected attempted, desired, or approved, to receive less than the passing grade, to be unsuccessful in the performance or completion of, to prove of no use or help to. Charity and all that God says that it is does not fail. It doesn't fail itself. It doesn't fail its family. It doesn't fail its friends. It doesn't fail its mission. Love never fails. Yep. That is what stuck stuck out to me when we was reading all of uh, Corinthians 13. <laughs> <First> Corinthians. <laughs> See, you, you're, you're wearing off on me here. I am. Rub it off on me, whatever you want to call it. I guess what I got from this is, do we as humans have this kind of love? And I say that about a lot of the things that we do, but yeah, I, just, I don't know. In my mind, I guess, I got a simple mind, but I, don't, I just don't feel, I feel like I just fall short on everything <laughs> we ever try to relate to these people no, I think that you bring yours your portion of it to the table this is what you yeah. are you know this is what you do um so I I think that we have fooled ourselves to think that we can't love like this you know we just like to be sucked into believing the lie I think yeah, that's just what yeah. it is well we need to know love that is we <laughs> Do we as humans have this kind of love? And the love I'm talking about, a love that is true, a love that will last, a love that no matter what you can forgive, and love that doesn't fade over time. Right. So every one of us is at a different point in the path that we're on with Jesus. Okay. Very rarely do you find yourself in the same point um, in your growth mm-hmm. in him as someone else is. Okay. And that, that's Okay. If this does not describe you, now you know. If if you're not loving like he's telling us to love, if it's not describing you, now you know. Now you know. You have no excuse. No. <laughs> Start researching what he has for you. If you are new to this path, endure. Persevere. If you have been on this path for a while, mentor someone else. 
If you are not a Christian or have never even heard of this before, this is your chance. If that is you and you would like to know know more about um, what being a Christian is, um, we invite you to reach out to us, comment on this video, send us an email, uh, message us on Facebook. However you can and would like to reach out, do it. We would love the chance to talk to you about Jesus because he is love. Mm-hmm. And then you have to have that foundation. You have to understand how he loves you to even begin. Right. I believe Jesus had this love that never fails. A love that's true, which is what we've been talking about. Yeah. A love that lasts and never fades. A love no matter what forgives. I Seriously, I really want that. I do too. I mean, you, I can say I forgive, but do deep down, do I forgive? Do we? Yeah. Yeah. An example of Jesus's love is when he was hanging on the cross as he was dying. What did he say? Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. His love didn't end when he was going through this horrific ordeal. Do we have this love that when someone does not or does us terribly wrong, do we forgive and love them no matter what, whether it be family, fringe, fringe, fringe. friends, or even church people? Right. Do we have that love? And I find it true love, not true joy, not true, joy. true, true love. love. <laughs> I find it so funny that um, on Wednesday, um, I pulled Julia up on my lap. She was on the floor, and I pulled her up and, you know, loved on her. And I said, what's wrong? And uh, she said, um, you know, first of all, she was thirsty. (laughs) Uh, Poor child. Uh, She's dying of thirst over there. And But then I'm like, well, you know, what's wrong? She's like, well, Kari's being mean to me. And I said... Are you being mean to Kari? And, you know, she was kind of like, huh, yeah. And I said, well, here's a lesson opportunity. I said, Jesus, when he was walking to the point where he was going to be nailed to the cross, they spit on him, they punched him, they pulled his beard, they pulled his hair. And I said, and when he got to where they were going to nail him to the cross. He said, Father, forgive them. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of love that I want to have. And that's kind of how um, this just really drove home for me when I was talking to her, because I'm whispering in her ear, this whole thing, you know, and I'm like, is that me? Is that me? Mm-hmm. And I want to be that. Right. I really, exactly. really do. And I started even over this weekend paying attention to the, some of the things that I was doing and some of the things that I was saying. Am I, um, am I okaying things? Not to fit in, but because I don't want to have to deal with conflict. Right. I don't want to have to deal with someone, you know, being in my face about something. Not that I'm okay with what's going on but am I just silent because I think sometimes being silent is your approval on things and I don't like I don't want my approval to be on things that Mm -hmm. are contrary to him I really really don't and I think the thing that we don't realize is that that's all encompassed in love so if I am okaying poor behavior in my child that I'm not loving that child. That may right. look like mm-hmm. the world, the world's type of love, but that's not 
Correct. real love. Mm-hmm. And real love is sometimes you got to get down and dirty. Yeah. And that. And sometimes nasty in a Christian way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Know? And there is such a thing. Yeah. There really is such yeah. a thing. And and that's the thing. I don't want to. I love my kids and my grandkids so much that more than what I want to um, be the good guy. I want them, if I am taken out of here, to know what it means to be a Christian, what it means to follow Jesus, and how not to be a spoiled, rotten little brat. Because if I'm out of here, who else is gonna who right. else is gonna do that? <clears throat> yep. I just I refuse to do that. So love is tough, and it's like I said, we coined the phrase "tough love," but God's the creator of tough love. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe that about God, <laughs> I invite you to read this 66 book, <laughs> you know, um, book, the 66 book book, um, because it is, cause it's in there. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. This but, is interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. I bonded. I bonded. I bonded. The peace, the resistance. <laughs> You know, I thought really, really hard on that for a long time, too. And I'm just like, I need to say that right. And I need to sound eloquent. But guess what I was? <laughs> guess what I was? I sounded gaudy and I couldn't carry a tune in a bucket like this. <laughs> you know, I don't yeah. think God wanted you to sound eloquent. I don't think I so think either. he wanted you to flub up. Because you know what? To show them that you are fleshly. Because God You're knows that I'm a goofball. <laughs> so, knows that I'm a goofball. And I think he loves me that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. And he's just like, um, so you think you're going to sound eloquent, right? Um, nope. Well, make sure nope. that don't happen. Nope. It's not happening today. Uh, so is that all you got? It's all I got. If this you, one was hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, my my toes hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we said it in a while, but basically, you we've got an email. I don't know what it is. <laughs> you can email us, but you can find that on Facebook. We do have a page, mm-hmm. Goodness and Gracious Podcast. <laughs> so make sure you put podcasts on there because it'll come up different. <laughs> I think if you just put Goodness and Gracious yeah. down there. So, but we have an email. You is can it Goodness and Gracious Podcast, podcast at gmail.com? Maybe what well, could be? Don't try it. Don't <laughs> send. Check it out first before you send. How horrible are Shame we? Shame on us! I'm listen. pretty sure that's what it is. But we're just I trying just... to do this work for the Lord. <laughs> we don't know all about it. <laughs> we are on YouTube. You can find us on there. Yep. Goodness and gracious! Don't think about our careers. <laughs> for this is not going to. We go do not get paid for no, this. No, we do we're, not. You know. Not. So we do. Yes. We get paid in our heart. There you go. The mm-hmm. Lord pays us. The Lord pays us. Hopefully you got something out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we're going to talk about love and marriage. Love and marriage. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. That's going to be. A humadinger. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because honestly, if you can't love like Jesus. Who you're living li- with. You can't, like love, yes. <laughs> you can't love like Jesus. Who you're uh, living with. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> we don't want to say living with. <laughs> Married to. <laughs> oh, 
fired. Listen, I'm out of here. Oh my gosh, this is terrible. We're not. We're sorry. No, we're not sorry. Don't be living with your person. You need to be married right. to your person. I'm. I meant married. Yeah. If you can't live love like Jesus with the one you're married to, I even forgot that you said it. I thought it was me that said it, and I'm like, oh my goodness! No, but they're taking me off the, the membership Lord knows role. What I meant? Yes. Maybe the other people yeah. didn't, but the Lord knows what I meant. Listen. Be married. Be yeah. married. There yes. You go. And be married. Be married. Be married. Be we might want to just end this now. I don't know. We're just gonna fade we're, to black. Or fade act- to black, Lucas. <laughs> or acting like the NOYC podcast people. I'm just <laughs> yeah. Oh, we can't do that. We're not. We're, no. we're more. Taking, I didn't plug we're more anything. than that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next All right. time. See, see ya. ya.